Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back because, you know, sometimes you're here, sometimes you're not here. Who knows? But welcome or welcome back to today's DAF, which happens to be DAF of Zion. And it's the 32nd day of the Omer, right? And 32 plus 17 equals 49. And the 49th day of the Omer is the 500th day of DAF Yainu. And that was so cool. Yeah. Um, that that's yeah, I'm really excited because Shavuos, my house, we're gonna we're gonna review all five hundred daf. I asked Zikhru if they're gonna send out a thing. They said yes, so we're gonna do that. Oh, I don't even have the right name. Okay, um, so I'll fix that. Um voila. So today we have very special speaker if you you, I, you probably know him his name is asher tester from old he's the tech manager i think I'm not sure but um he was the one who originally reached out to me and he also uh was there for the video he like did all the behind the scenes stuff so that was pretty cool um he's been helping me out so much and i'm so thankful because it's just so it's so helpful you have literally no idea there's a lot of work that goes into this and he's been so helpful so he sent in a very very nice recording so yeah and um i don't i don't know what else i have to say i think i think that's it let's take a little bit of water first all right um i hope everyone is having a wonderful day and today it's going to be a lot quicker. Hold up, huh? That's so, that's so weird. I thought it was just like that. Okay. Uh, not sure how that happened, but my Zoom settings got whacked up. Okay. Um, yeah, um, Ashley Tesser, he's a wonderful guy, um, and he helps me out so much. Once again, I know I already said this, but I really do mean it. Um, he, I'm so thankful for everything he's done for me and for Cher, and it's so amazing. And yeah, let's dive right in. I hope everyone's having a wonderful, amazing, splendiferous, one of my new favorite words, and exciting day. That's right, Ezra. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Rav Ada, Bredir of Yitzchak, Amar, Hailishkak, Tsuye, Mikatsya. That chamber, the chamber of lambs, extended towards both, both corners on the, uh, yeah. To one coming from the north, the uh, chamber appeared. I feel like I say chamber, chamber, so weird. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, appear to be mainly in the south of the hall. Um, so and to one coming from the south, it appeared to be mainly in the north. And it's reasonable to say that the chamber chamber was mainly in the southwestern segment. Some from how do how do we know this? From where do we know this actually? Um the it's because we pose a contradiction between the two previously uh, two, two previous uh, talking about where the 
Lachama Pun and Bread was made, where, where that was located, in Mishanin, and we responded. Um, one, one, one um, teacher, the, um, we were discussing this yesterday, the Tana who teaches Masecha Midot, he, he, he says that the chamber is in the direction of left to right. Whereas the other one, the, um, the teacher, the Tana, oh, I see Shimi has his Dafyomi calendar that he won. Yeah, yeah. I just actually got the uh, thank you, Hashem stuff, the Khana today. So that was pretty cool. Um, whereas the other person, the other other um, rabbi, the Tana of Msechas, Tamid, says that the chamber is in the direction of right to left. If you are down, I'm about it. It's so crazy. So this response is understandable if you're if you're gonna say that the chamber of lambs was mainly in the southwestern sector of of yeah. This is how the machloka regarding the location of the lachamapanim chamber can be resolved. But if you'll say that the chamber was in the northwestern sector, so so if my the then ultimately, what is the resolution of the contradiction regarding the location of the lachamapanim? Chamber. So rather, we now learn from this that the, the chamber of lambs was mainly in the southwestern part. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We should learn from this. But the said in the all the turns that you make should be to the right and to the east. This applies only with regard to the actual avoda in the Beit Hamikdash. But here it is merely an enumeration. Of the location of the chambers. The first right to offer any portion, any sacrifice he wants to, any carbon he wants to, and the first right to take any portion from the part of the carbono to eat. Ugh, allergies. How does the Kongado exercise the first um, right to offer any portion that he wants? Omer. If he says, I will offer this, or he'll say, I will offer this. How does the um, first right to take any portion? Omer, he says, I will eat this. Or he says, I will eat this. And he takes one loaf of the two loaves offered of the, on the Chag of Shavuot. And for five loaves from the production of the Lechem upon him, he says, Olam Chamesh. He actually always takes five. Because it says, and the Lachamabonim should be to Aaron and his sons. Half the loaves are assigned to Aaron and half to his sons. The remainder of the Kahanim. Hog of Kasha, the bright itself is a Machloket. He says he takes one loaf of the two. Of the two loaves, money that who, who does that go with? It's in accordance with the Rebbe who said that the coming battle takes half. Consider then the middle section of the bread. He takes four or five loaves of the production of the pan of bread. We now come to the view of the Rabbanim who say that he does not take half. Consider the last section of the bread. Rabbi says he always takes five loaves of the pan of bread. Can it be that the first and last sections are in accordance with the view of the Rabbanim and the middle section is of Rabbi and the middle section is in accordance with the view of the Rabbanim? Sorry. I'm always going to do that when there's an Amar Abai until someone starts singing. Thank you, Azra and Shimi. I like that. Amar Abai. Uh, no, I'm joking. In fact, the first section and the middle section 
or with a view of the Rabbanim. It's like Gemara. It's like literally Gemara class all over again. So the Rabbanim concede with regard to a broken added that it is improper to give such a piece to the actually I lied. Not Umay Arba Khamesh. I think that's where we're gonna enter today because that is like a I don't know, it's a good point to end. That was good ten minutes, right? Yeah. Not even. Um Shkayach everyone. I hope everyone has a wonderful and absolutely inspiring and amazing day. Um, whatever time of day it is, and stay cool. I don't know why I said that. And anyways. Ask your tester, everyone. I, I always forget how to end the Zoom because it never works. I got it. Hi, everyone. My name is Asher Tesser. I am the project manager of OLDAF and was privileged to be the first one to get the text from Charlie, which was the, I guess, launch of the entire Charlie video, which continues to inspire thousands of people. However, the one takeaway which I'm continually being impressed by is that it's going strong and it continues to get better and better. Charlie texted me, I believe it was last Sunday, he's like, I want to start a podcast all about positivity. I want to start a pod, uh, and he texted me, Pesach time, I want to write a, uh, I want to write a Haggadah and maybe I'll write a book. Charlie just keeps on going, and it's it, it's unbelievable. Do you there's a there's a thing that you could tell right away if someone believes in what they're saying. Meaning, I, I we do a lot of marketing for all deaf, and you're able to tell right away if someone believes in it or someone is just going through the motions of doing deaf yami. Charlie believes in what he's doing. He's spreading Torah. He's spreading um, positivity and. This is something that continues to inspire me, Rabbi Shwed, my boss of Aldaf, and every single person that watches the video, you're able to see the exact same thing. My father saw the Charlie video, and his first words out of his mouth was, this kid's authentic. There's something that's so real and so simple about the authenticity of what Charlie does every single day, uh, no breaks, Matzah Shabbos, I get his texts, his statuses, and everything. You see that Charlie really believes in what he's doing, and it's unbelievable the effect that you're having. To have a 13-year-old have a podcast every single day for Deaf Yemi, to have a 13-year-old that has a live share every single day, for someone that I remember right when you were beginning your share, um, through Zoom, I offered to help you out to make it better, and we went through different things to try to make it better. And with the podcast, you literally learned Anchor, the program that you record overnight, to make this possible, to make it the best. And through this, now your mom has a has a podcast, um, and, and it's just unbelievable what you continue to do because you believe in it, because you believe in what you're doing, and you should continue to always believe in yourself and continue doing the amazing work that you do.